Hi, this is David Meltzer, and you're listening to The Edge of NFT. Keep listening and you'll stay inside on exactly what you need to know in NFTs, both now and far into the future. So stay tuned and stay ahead of exactly what's next. Hey, all you snazzy NFT curious listeners. Stay tuned for a great episode today with business and sports legend, David Meltzer. Find out David's interesting strategy on how to approach new and untested territories without losing out. And learn why the future of NFTs may be all about the data. And discover why David's first memorable purchase required four movers to deliver and place in his home. All this and more on this special episode of Edge of NFT with David Meltzer. Be sure to visit edgeofnft.com to sign up for our newsletter and learn about today's giveaway and many more to come. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Today's episode features guest David Meltzer, the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly CEO of the renowned L.A. Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. Considered one of the top esports entrepreneurs and investors, David is also a three-time international best-selling author, a top 100 business coach, and host of the top entrepreneur podcast, The Playbook. David is the executive producer of the Bloomberg and Amazon television series, Two Minute Drill, and Office Hours. He is also the executive producer of Entrepreneur's number one digital business show, Elevator Pitch. David is featured in many books, movies, and TV shows, such as World's Greatest Motivators, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, and Beyond the Secret, airing on Netflix. Additionally, he has been recognized by Variety Magazine as their Sports Humanitarian of the Year and awarded the Ellis Island Medal of Honor. His life's mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing, value. In all his content and communication, that's exactly what you receive. For the past 20 years, David has been providing free weekly trainings to empower others to be happy. David, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Great introduction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we try to give Ethan really difficult introductions just to uh, <laughs> keep him honest. David, he crushed it. You again. He crushed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> amazing, man. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and congratulations on the success with your show. Thanks. Thanks. Well, we learned from folks like yourself. I've always enjoyed uh, conversations we've had over the years with you and your, your coaching on our different endeavors. For our listeners, David, helped us out with a fun endeavor we had K2B, which is a first ever sustainable interchangeable hats. And you were such a great mentor um, in those early days. So I appreciate that, David. And how did we get here? We were always fascinated by digital collectibles, even back then a few years ago. And so when this took off, we wanted to be part of the industry in a meaningful way, helping to create this ecosystem and help people explore all this uncharted waters. And we'd love to know what your world looks like these days and how it intersects with NFTs. It's so interesting because as everything evolves in different industries and spaces, esports and crypto and NFTs, I always stick to my skills, my knowledge of who and what and my desire. And so obviously the relationship capital that I have 
to the content for the non-fungible tokens for the NFTs has been a serious point of entry for me into the arena because everybody wants to create these NFTs around the celebrities, athletes, entertainers. Of course, the entrepreneurs, billionaires, and millionaires play a key role in that as well. So whether it be the Hall of Famers that I have in my entourage or even people like Jordan Belfort, working with him with some killer content in NFTs from his exploits as an entrepreneur, criminal and back to an entrepreneur. These are fun things for me, but I think the biggest investment I've made in NFTs is a company called Creatify, which is for the masses, right? I understand and have worked in the celebrity billionaire space and, you know, the real collectibles in NFTs, but I believe the money is in the picks and shovels. And so Creatify gives an end-to-end solution for the average person to create an NFT, to market the NFT, monetize the NFT. And so that's really my biggest difference in what I do over anything else. Cause I'm always the guy that has in my skills, knowledge and desire, the relationship capital, the one degree of separation, which I apply, whether it be newspapers, radio, TV, digital, NFTs, Bitcoin, that's my core competency. But my newest arena is in that Creatify, the end-to-end solution. Very cool. We know those guys actually, and, and it seems like they're trying to solve the problem of making it seamless for everyone. There's a massive amount of folks that haven't purchased their first NFT yet, and it should be as easy as swiping your credit card, you know, on Amazon, right? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at to give it to the masses. Yeah, NBA Top Shot's a good example of making it easy to just use that credit card. And uh, I think everyone's been waiting for the Shopify of NFTs, and uh, we think that's what, uh, what Creatify is bringing. So we're excited. How about from you directly, David? Do you have anything through Sportsman Marketing directly or yourself directly coming out in the world of NFTs? Just with Jordan Belfort's the first one that we're doing and then the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the Hall of Famers. So I've been playing around with my content. You know, I was very flattered that I had some people reach out to, you know, start to create some for me, but I really love to crawl before I walk, before I run. And so to use Jordan, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street, I think that's a really fun one to start with. And then some of my other Hall of Famers, you know, the Warren Moon, Troy Aikman, Steve Youngs of the world, going ahead and playing around to see exactly what we could do. We did one with John Elway, with Bill Gladstone and those guys. So I'm sticking to what I do, which is bringing talent in the relationship capital. I just can't completely disrupt my normal chain of, of work uh, that I've created my, my platform. Uh, so I look for things that are cut and paste into my platform that I can monetize and help people with. That's awesome. I mean, so clearly, even though NFTs are are new to a lot of people, you've been in there for quite a while. I'm curious, how did you respond when you first started hearing about NFTs? What, what was that like? Were you one of the skeptics at first or can you claim you knew what was going on? <laughs> I would never do that. One of the things, you're talking about a guy that in 2008 lost over $100 million because I used to claim that I was successful because I knew about things. One thing I know is I don't know. So I immediately was excited. I always trust something with an open mind, but then I have learned since 2008. So now we're going 13 years, soon to be 14. I have learned the skill set of Betty, and I encourage everyone to institute trusting new things, open mind, but vet the crap out of them. And so I've been in the vetting phase. You know, some of my feelings at first were, you know, this is just another format for collectibles. I didn't understand the Shopify commerce play the verification play, the data play that are all behind it. All of those true good business values of NFTs have come out because 
I have sought people like you, experts in the space, people like Mike, who you know as well, Kravisky and, and others, Mike Mamula, all the Mikes of the NFT world. And I have asked the hard questions, utilizing my traditional business sense, one that I've seen historically, things get overbought and oversold in the similar spaces and understanding what effects overbuying and overselling will have on the marketplace and how much was hype and what was real, where the picks and shovels were within the industry and where the opportunities of what's doing well today, what's stable and what they think would do well in the future. And I imposed this philosophy and template into everything. So if it was NFTs, it wouldn't matter. I go into everything with this open mind and ability to kind of crawl before I walk, before I run and get the answers. Got it. Thanks. I see so much of the core values, gratitude, empathy, accountability, inspiration that you bring forward and everything also uh, alive and well within the NFT space, such a community oriented group of folks where narrative and story and people really matter. And so we found that the most successful projects really do capture those core values in their DNA and they live it every day. And for the folks that, that don't, I think you, you kind of see that it really comes through and it's really interesting to see. Yeah, I saw a major influencer the other day offering everyone in his community to buy their first NFT that they met if they haven't had any sales yet and they've been trying to go at it for a few months. And the groundswell support that happened from folks just saying, this is what I'm creating. This is my story and this is the experience I want for my community. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, I, and I got my foot wet, you know, with Gary's uh, NFT you know, with Ethereum and, you know, working through that. And I was glad that I crawled before I walked, before I run, you know, cause I got the big dip in Ethereum and ended up with great values in the NFTs comparatively. Nothing to do with the value. Did you get one of Gary's NFTs? Which one did you get? Oh, you now you're going to ask me on the spot because I have no idea, right? I have to pick it out <laughs> for, I didn't pick it out for me. I'm not stupid. I don't know what I don't know. So I said, Gary, here's my Ethereum. But he taught me how to create the wallet, everything, right? It's pretty cool. And anyway, he's like, which one do you want? I'm like, dude, 10 years from now, you're either going to be a genius or an idiot. Pick it out for me. <laughs> there you go. Um, man, well, look, one of the things that, that I get excited about when we talk about that drop a lot, and we love all the different elements of it. It really captures so much more than just the pure collectible side of NFTs. There's the access to, to him and his network. There's the admission to events and other like little gifts and whatnot. But even beyond that, we know, and he's shown us glimpses of the long-term vision to turn those characters into real IP and bring those forward. And, and it's all rooted again in, in really important values to him as well. So like, we can't wait to see where this goes next. And I think the possibility is really endless in that. I think there's some really big opportunities if you wanted to do some similar things based on the community you've built and the foundation that it's built upon to do something really great. Yeah, and I think one of the things he inspired me to do is understand the experiential access that I can give. So Gary obviously has a larger audience than, than I do in a tight community like I do, but where I think I have a huge leg up is on the experiential access with all the years of who and what I know and where I can bring people alongside additional value is an incredible asset that I have in this space. Well, we're here to help, man, with whatever you do. We're big fans. We've had some really amazing guests on the show. I think we're nearing 30 episodes, and I can think of how they could sort of interplay with what you do. Our tourist studio, for example, they do holographic NFTs, and they can sort of show these holograms from any angle. So you can imagine 
sort of reenactments of basketball dunks and, and things like that as holograms. It gets pretty awesome when you start thinking about the possibilities. Yeah, well, I remember when I was on 30 episodes and, you know, Gary actually inspired me to switch my radio show with Angels Radio and Gal Media. I had a sports blender show with Jim Leyritz and, you know, a pure sports show. And here I am. We've had 2,000 guests on Office Hours, almost at 1,000 episodes of The Playbook. It's split off. I don't know if you heard, but Blue Wire License, The Playbook Sports Entertainment. So I have a studio at The Win, a studio at SoFi, at the new stadium, and an office there as well. So I can see the future for you guys. I remember when I had 30, and you were already ranked higher than I was when I had my 30th episode. So it's going to be extraordinary when you get to that 1,000th episode. Have me back. <laughs> there you Will go. Will do. We'll have you back before then. Just one last question before we move on to our edge quick hitters is where do you see this industry going from here and, and maybe talk about it in the lens of sort of sports management? You know, things have really changed with the NCAA and, and with sort of athletes in general and how they're trying to market themselves. How do you see that in NFTs fitting together? Yeah, I mean, the NIL, right? The licensing of uh, amateur athletes is a huge area. We don't even know or could fathom the size, scope, and scale of this mass platform that allows so many different things, including verification and authentication, which is really important. And then the data side is something that I'm studying almost daily, seeking advice, because I know, especially in the sports world, I've been in the gambling sports world, the fantasy sports world for so long, and I knew, this is one I, I believe to be so from the research I did, is how much a 19 to 30-year-old gambler or fantasy player would be worth as far as data. And there are companies, there's companies that literally do nothing, but they have a database in, you know, the value right now is about $120 per person that if you have a historical gambler or fantasy player from 19 to 30, each one of those pieces of data can be valued at about $120. So even if you have a thousand of them, in effect, you have $120,000 business. I think that's just the tip of the iceberg for this industry where the data evolves because you'll have so much information, emotional information, and the right genre and spectrum of people to go ahead and create value and monetize it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people forget that NMTs are essentially like mini supercomputers that can hold any type of metadata. What about athletes? What do you see as possible for up-and-coming rising stars at the high school and college level in NFTs? Oh, well, you know, look, when you understand the idea of capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate, if you can get someone to guide a branding, marketing, digital manager, or agent to guide a young athlete to perpetuate their content, to perpetuate and capture, you know, different things combined with the access and experience that they could give later on to in-person meet and greets and signings and pictures and, and other things that we should be encouraging every great or mediocre high school or even Pop Warner type of athlete to go ahead and start their repository today because those are the really valuable ones. And my 11-year-old, I have him repositing things and you'll have a marketplace of items that he can combine with maybe either experiences with me, relationships that I have, even if he's not a D1 or an NFL superstar or MLB superstar, there's going to be a marketplace uh, behind these and, you know, building community and building this metadata is going to be extremely important in the space. At the very least, his grandparents will buy that NFT, right? I will. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. Well, great stuff. 
would love to shift gears a little bit, David, and, and hear from you from a personal perspective on a few questions. We call these edge quick hitters. They're basically a fun and quick way to get to know you a little bit better. We're doing four questions today and just looking for short single word or few word answers, but feel free to expand if you get the urge. Ready? Right on. All right. Number one, what's the first thing you remember ever purchasing in your life? Oh, big screen TV. I dreamed about it. <laughs> it was $8,000, by the way, back then. Wow. <laughs> How big is big screen back then? It was 60 inches, 80, it was $8,000. Four people had to carry it. Wow. Wow. I'm sure that played well for, uh, for, for games and, uh, and events, right? Oh, it was amazing. I thought it was a lucky charm. <laughs> you could probably nice. have charged admission to get to somewhat defer the cost for the big games, right? There you go. <laughs> All right. Great. Question number two. What's the most recent thing you sold? Oh, recent thing I've sold. Guy, I don't sell very many things. Wow, that's an interesting question. I don't sell anything. I give it away. Wow, it would have to be a, a car. You know, I, I uh, was in a flipping car video and I sold a G-Wagon that I started with a thousand bucks and I made it, I kept flipping, flipping, flipping. I bought a G-Wagon and I finally sold it during COVID. Oh, that's awesome. That just reminds me, I just have to call this out. We had a previous episode where you were talking about selling and giving away and cars. We had a previous episode just recently where Animoca Brands allowed us to give away a thousand NFT race cards that could raise for $150,000 of prizes. And we totally missed the opportunity to have that moment where we said, you get a car, you oh, get a car, yeah. you get a car. <laughs> You're open a moment, you blew it. We blew it. <laughs> you dropped the ball, oh man. Uh, moving on then guys. Okay, question number three. If you could pass on one of your personality traits to the next generation, what would that be? Kindness. Beautiful. No doubt. Yeah. Very nice. Indeed. Question number four. Last one. What are you going to do next after the podcast? Another interview. <laughs> <laughs> the, the life of David Meltzer, man. Yeah. It's lots of interviews. NFTs or a different topic this time? Oh, different topic. Leadership. So, yeah. Amazing. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, that's a little glimpse into our world of edge quick hitters. Thanks for indulging us. We had a hot topic I think we wanted to hit as well before we break. Yeah. Let me say, Ethan. Let's dive into that one. Uh, one hot topic here. So FTX is creating an NFT-focused sports and entertainment marketplace. They're a crypto exchange. They do some derivatives trading. The marketplace will be for prominent sports and entertainment brands. Company announced Monday. Marketplace will focus on brands within film, TV, music, gaming, esports, culinary lifestyle, and charity industries. David, have you heard of this or is this news to you as well? It says brand new. I, I heard of it literally just either this morning or yesterday. So it's interesting. Uh, Mike actually brought it up to me. And there's a company called Sports Finder that's very interested in this, that's in the sports industry, NFT industry as well. That's on my trust and vet list. Obviously sits in alliance with my skills, my knowledge and desire. And I think this is a great example of so many people look outside of themselves for this idea or doing business in a certain construct or industry, I encourage everyone to look within. And it's a very simple formula. Look at your skills, your knowledge, and your desire, and go ahead and see how it's synergistic, supplementary, or aligned with things like this, because this is something that will do well in the future. And if it's not this, something like this will do well in the future, where other things are very stable in this. And you can look and say, okay, this historically has done really well. It's still stable. We know that the Hall of Famers, they could put their name on anything and it's going to do well. And you have a big enough celebrity athlete or billionaire, it's going to do well. And then you can look at what's already doing well and mirror that. And this is a good example of how you can formulatically use this process 
to be successful with NFTs. So I really encourage people, they want to reach out. I templated this stuff just a step-by-step to allow people to pay, to save the dummy tax that I paid because I didn't even know my timing and risk tolerance. I trusted everyone and never vetted them. Right now, I coach everybody on this stuff and I'm happy to help people so that they get involved early and they do the right things early and get the exponential payoff later on. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's interesting too. Um, we're seeing these platforms that don't necessarily do NFTs. They do something like crypto trading or something related and they're diving into NFTs. And I have to say, there's just a little bit of skepticism there that they're you know, kind of trying to spread things a little bit too far because of a hype-filled uh, context. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, FTX is, is just fascinating to me. I mean, they have some sort of naming rights with the UFC, if I'm not mistaken now, and they're getting into stadiums and sponsorships of, of professional sports leagues. And it just seems like they are on a mission. Sam, you know, who founded the company is 29 years old, is working with Tom Brady and, and that team on Autograph, who we hope to have on the show at some point soon. I never miss an opportunity, David, to mention Tom Brady. I know he'll be on the show eventually. But I think fundamentally, what's fascinating to me is how this seems like a bigger play to make blockchain technology, decentralization, NFTs, all mainstream. And these guys have the money to do it. They have the horsepower. Yeah, that's what it takes, right? Especially in a crowded, hyped up space. And that's why you trust and vet people. And the more just being on the show, I've learned... It'll allow me to go out and reach to different people. And, uh, you know, I love making bucket list dreams come true. So Tom's agent's a good friend of mine, and we'll have to put that on the bucket list. I love hearing There you go. It totally turns me on personally when I have capabilities of making other, it's like I'm the original Make-A-Wish Foundation. If I can, people say something off the cuff, like I dream of going to the masters and I'll take them to the masters. They just can't believe it, right? I'll, I'll fly them down. I'll put them in my house. I'll get them badges. But forget money. That's what you shop for. And so when I can do things like that, I'm putting that down on my list. My team's notating it. Warn us. Warn us beforehand because we're going to have to watch Josh's health closely. He might pass out or like <laughs> put an EKG sort of on a seizure. Him. Yeah. <laughs> put one of those awesome. armbands on him, make sure he's okay. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Humbled yeah. and grateful. Thanks so much, David. <laughs> and uh, it's just great to see you here and to catch up on all this cool stuff happening in the world of NFTs and how it intersects with all these traditional business worlds that, that you're you know, intimately familiar with. Absolutely. What a great opportunity to see you guys again to see and experience your success and why you're successful. I'm so many different shows. I always know one that's going to last and one that's going to be a great show. And you guys have great chemistry and great insight. So anytime you need me, all you got to do is reach out. I'm a big fan of you. So thank you so much. Rock and roll. We're about to sign off. So just maybe before we do that, let people know where you'd like them to find more about you or what you're up to right now. I'm kind of a freak when it comes to that. I like people directly emailing me, david at dmeltzer.com. You can Google me and find me, David Meltzer, but david at dmeltzer.com. I give my books away for free, these templates away for free, the five daily practices. Like like said, I train every Friday for free. If you get lost, david at dmeltzer.com. You know, we have some books of yours. We love the book. So we're going to give away a couple as well to our listeners. We'll do a little contest with you and, and do a book giveaway. Thank you so much. It'll be fun. All right. Well, we've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. So thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on the Starship. So invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us and say something cool. 
Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. Want to help co-create Edge of NFT with us? Got guests you want to see on the episode? Questions for hosts or guests? An NFT you'd like us to review? Drop us a line at contact at edgeofnft.com or tweet at us at edgeofnft to get in the mix. Lastly, be sure to tune in next week for more great NFT content. Thanks again for sharing this time with us today.